0: Hey, welcome back. It is your girl Mimi, the host of the Coffee with Curls podcast. And I have a special treat for you guys. I had the pleasure of continuing the conversation of what women want with guests. Tatiana, and Morgan. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And I also want to give you a heads up that the audio is a little off, but the message is always great. And as always, thank you for tuning in and enjoy. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back. It is your host, Mimi, with the Coffee with Girls podcast. I had two special guests uh, that we was on the Isaiah Factor show about what women want topic. I have tatiana and morgan say hello ladies hey hello everyone <laughs> glad to bring this episode on here so let's just get right into it so what women want what is your perspective of that um so i feel like the main
1: thing that women really want is support um and like Support for for our dreams. I feel like a lot of times there's so much focus on what men want in relationships, um, and honestly, like we don't we don't really sit around asking the question what men want. Like mm. I feel like for the most part, we kind of know what men want. So it's like we're still asking the question of what women want. But I feel like a lot of it is because, um, or a lot of what women want is the support, the respect, like to feel valued, appreciated. Um, so those are some of the things that come to mind for me i think
2: one thing that comes to mind is companionship somebody to share Mm -hmm. your goals with somebody to share you know your life's purpose with um somebody to be there to support you through that um and even if if and if you want that person can help you get there if, if you don't do it alone but just having someone there to to be uh, kind of like your, your cheerleader, mm. to get you where you want to be in life um, and to have to be able to share that with somebody is, uh, I think it's very rewarding to have, a, especially a partner to share that with. Um, I don't know, I think that's that's
0: important. It is, I believe that's it. I'm me, me being in the relationship that I've been with my husband for about almost 10 years now, It's definitely companionship has been very important for me, friendship, yeah, because you have to like each other. I think that comes along with when you're with somebody, there's a difference between being in love and liking, because I can (laughs) love you and I like you, (laughs) for sure. But I have to agree companionship, uh, friendship, loyalty, feeling that we can support each other and create and build something that we can both have almost like a little empire that's always Mm -hmm. called like an empire of stuff so for you ladies what has been the struggle when it comes to dating who we where do i start right
1: (laughs) 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 um but honestly for me it's the hardest part is um I, i liked what what you said tati about um like wanting someone that you can share life with and same thing that that you were saying also because that's what i want right now like that is ultimately what I want. I've moved to a place where I'm a lot happier with my life. Like mm. it's not necessarily that I have to have another person, but I want another person in order to like share. Like I like, I literally asked my dad yesterday. I was like, who helps you in life? Mm. Cause I was just starting to feel so overwhelmed. I'm like, huh? And he was like, well, to be honest, it's your mama, you oh, know, mama. like, <laughs> like that, that is exactly what I want. Yeah but it's hard sometimes to find another person who's aligned in that Mm. sense. I feel like a lot of times people just want what they want Mm -hmm. um, and kind of want the convenience, but not the ability to come together and like, I be concerned about what you need and you be Mm. concerned about what I need. Finding somebody who's not, um, who actually wants
0: to do, you have to want to do that. (laughs) Agreed, yes, it's true, Yes. yes. I
2: think for me, it's um, having having mutual interest and in putting the same effort into each other. Um, I think some a lot of times one side um, puts in more effort than the other, mm-hmm. and it's imbalance, and it yep. creates um, somewhat a type of hostility or you <laughs> feel on. Un- Somebody that somebody may be ungrateful Mm. or don't understand what you're working towards, okay. Um, And it and it 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 creates a I don't know, it's more like you you start listing things and you start seeing things like, Well, I do this for you, and I do this for you, and I do this for you. What are you doing for me? Mm. But if you if you actually invest in each other. Then you balance each other out. Um, if you look for somebody else's best interest and they're doing the same for you, then there's not going to be a lot to have to compare. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to put your efforts where you have your interests. Yeah. Yes. So <coughs> that's that's the only like you know I guess tangible proof that that person's really wanting to be with you and wanting to develop something with you Um, because you can talk all you want, you can talk all day, you can make it sound so good, Mm -hmm. but if you don't
1: act on it, Mm -hmm. it's worthless, to be honest. yeah. Yeah. Like another uh, point, I actually talked about this in my last blog post about I feel like there's a lot of emphasis or there has been traditionally around what men want in relationships Mm And traditionally, we look at gender norms, like men provided, women took care of the house and the kids. Mm -hmm. But now we're in a society where like women are partnering on the provision side Mm -hmm. and still having to take care of home and kids like we're doing even more. But relationships haven't really shifted, you know, to actually, I personally feel like, to meet the needs of what women want. So it's like we're doing more Mm -hmm. um, and the focus is still kind of that traditional mindset of like how we used to operate in relationships. And I don't feel like men are always willing to change their mindset. And you know, and adapt. Men um, don't like change. <laughs> they do not. No, they, <laughs> so they're creatures of habit. They are creatures yes. of habit. Yes. Um, and so I feel like that's another issue that we're really facing because we are not sitting around having long conversations about what men want in 2018. So why are we still asking that question? 2019.
0: 2019 yeah. <laughs> well, we feel stuck to the new year. Yes. What to the new year. <laughs> I'm like five days late. <laughs> But it's true though. It's funny you have this conversation. I was talking to my cousin yesterday and I was like, um, I believe for me, for sure, and I'm gonna ask you ladies this after I say this, how I've grown up uh, to view men has affected my mm-hmm. relationships when I've dated, you know? Like normally, I my mom is Dominican, so I grew up in a Dominican household and I saw that she did everything. I mean, mm-hmm. she was a full-time job, then came home cooked you know, clean, mm-hmm. ironed every mm-hmm. Sunday. We're talking about piles of clothes ironing. And just tidy everything and then still took care of me and then eventually had my brother. But still did everything and then all he had to do was come in, sit down and put his feet up. Yeah. And I'm like, well hold up. Yeah. <laughs> I was been reflecting that as I got older. I'm like, how is that fair? You know what I mean? Right. I'm just as tired. I'm working a full time job. It wasn't like she was uh, at home. Right, yeah. um, you know, and I don't take that away yeah. from any, cause That's a hard job too. But mm-hmm. she was just hustling just as hard, if not harder. I so said my mom always, yeah. Yeah. my work ethic comes from her, and just see how she was just yeah. always doing something. Mm-hmm. Like I never saw her being taken care of the way she invested, right, in him. You know. So how do you ladies feel like the oh, way you grew up did that good. change your perspective on men, or how did that influence your perspective mm-hmm. on men? Mm-hmm
2: um so my family so my dad's egyptian my mom's mexican um so i grew up seeing how um men were expected to be in their families or in our you know in our cultures um just by being around my dad or visiting both countries um it's very much so male dominant at some points even having like submissive wives or submissive women um they were head of household they were um, more so you know they had their voice was stronger than a woman's a woman's voice um and any type of any any different would be some form of um conflict or retaliation mm. um which was always a challenge for me. Um, going, I mean, growing up that different, I guess, from anybody else, um, could confuse me a lot. With, you know, what what am I supposed to be like, or how am I supposed to be around men? Like, if mm. if I don't completely agree with how what's expect, what's quote unquote expected, so am I am I ever going to find somebody who um, matches what I want um, or, you know, what I feel is acceptable um, because the standards or the cultural standards or the practices are this and this way. Um, And, of course, you know, culture evolves and families evolve, but um, there's always that foundation, um, or just even how my dad grew up and how my mom grew up and the men they were around, um, that, I think that affects a lot on how, how you present yourself and how you treat each other, um, <laughs> how you treat other men and how you treat other women or even in a marriage. So, um, I think that has a lot to do with my perception of it. Yeah. Um.
1: From my perspective, in my family, I grew up with a lot of strong men um, who were responsible. Like family was their responsibility; it was their duty. Um, but equally, really strong women um, who still allowed, like um, my dad, my my grandfathers, to be the the head, you know, or like to lead the family. But their voices were not silenced. Um, so. That was really helpful growing up, but I don't feel like I see that reflected a lot mm. um, in in the in the people that I come in contact with. So in the men that I come in contact with, I don't necessarily feel like that's always um, the same thing that I'm seeing. Mm. But what I also saw in my family were uh, women who didn't get their emotional needs met. Mm. So granted, it was a partnership, you know, but the partnership was more so around still whatever the man was directing towards, mm-hmm. which they were still on board with and totally fine with. But again, like the emotional, like, you know, like, I'm the, yeah, women yeah. want that. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times that wasn't a priority that I saw mm-hmm. in those relationships. So, so same thing. I saw the positives and the things that I definitely want in a man. Um, but then I saw, you know, the, the emotional piece kind of being devalued. And I think sometimes Sometimes as women, especially in the past, women were t- were kind of taught to ad- adapt and adjust yes. Yes. to situations. Yes. Um, and especially when you find a man who he provides and he's yeah. decent, like what you complaining about, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. Uh, so I feel like sometimes we, <laughs> things are accepted, that, right. but, uh, you know, right. even though you may want a little bit more.
0: You know, um, I kind of reflect on about what you were saying. Because I look at when I was growing up, and even now, I've always been considered the black sheep in Mm -hmm. my family. And a lot of that is more because I don't follow what the norm is, Mm -hmm. quote-unquote, which is... It's one thing if you choose to be submissive, but I don't see. I just feel like women need to have choice. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's been a problem. I feel like women haven't had choices. Especially women of color has never had choice. Mm -hmm and me looking at even family members. It's been a norm, like I'll give you an example. A family member has surgery. And I feel so bad for her because within two days, she has uh, stomach surgery. The husband couldn't get up to cook or bring her food. and because. He was like, yeah, what? imagine, yeah, your face is my, my sorry, expression. Right. She got up within two days of having surgery to go cook for him. And oh, no, ma'am. Why wouldn't she? He ordered something out. Like, this woman cooks every day. Yeah. She cooks every day. She's at a commission, obviously. She has surgery. Like, yeah. help her out. You know, like, I would want that for my partner. Why are you not doing it? Oh, And everybody made an excuse for him. Well, like, you know, he's hungry. He's a grown-ass man. He's hungry. There's many of this. All kinds of stuff. Get a sandwich. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or the yes. food. take care of her. This right. She needs you at this point. Right. And when I challenge that, I'm like, "Yeah, what's going on with that? Yeah. That's not okay." So, how does your family view you any differently, or make any comments because you think differently, <laughs> or do they even know?
1: Um,
2: yes. I think they know up to a certain point because okay. I am vo- pretty vocal with that I may disagree with okay. um, like for example a long maybe a long lines but my dad for one reason or another always talks about oh my god that's so ugly there's so many he has so many tattoos okay and my mind I'm like his body like he can tattoo himself up all he wants right I don't know what his problem is with the tattoos, if it makes, if he thinks it makes him look Sounds like my grandpa. (laughs) I don't know what, if it's, if he looks quote unquote dirty because he has so many tattoos. If he's writing, uh, you know, quotes and having faces all over his body, but you know what, like, you can choose to look and you can choose not to look mm-hmm. and i my dad i did say something about that i was like forever in a day he was like oh look at all those tattoos <laughs> and that's mostly when we watch a basketball games when oh, he okay when he makes these comments and in my mind i was vocal i was like what? what's the problem it's not your body they're playing basketball <laughs> they're doing what they like and they're you know getting paid for it what they ch- choose to do with their bodies how they spend their money i mean and it, it's it it's that's a very small um, mm. detail amongst my views um, oh on how he thinks i should meet a man or where mm. i should go to meet a man
0: mm. or
2: um my or even my mother's view on uh how long i have or i guess <laughs> because of, you know, <laughs> you're supposed to be married. Don't let those eggs oh, don't let dry up. <laughs> because, oh, gosh. Like, thanks for getting crumbled
0: in the fridge. I always say that to people like, what is with this dry up? Like, calm
1: down. <laughs> but, but it's like, when my mom was 28, she already had me and my brother and was about to be pregnant with my, my youngest brother. I don't have no kids. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. even have a you know like she was married she she had been married for years you know like yeah. her life was so different at this point than mine was so i think sometimes it's hard for them to even understand mm-hmm. like my parents do not understand single adulthood you know like mm-hmm. how overwhelming it can be it's difficult. <laughs> yeah. god I goodness yeah
0: what do you find difficult like
1: just what you find a struggle on I think just like I was talking about earlier, like when I was talking to my dad about who helps you, because it's literally after it's my car, my house,
0: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: my healthcare, uh, my budget, Along with, you know, um, being in law school, networking, trying to build my blog, like like all these other things that I'm trying to do. I have to do all of it myself. I don't get to call someone else and say, hey, um, you know, can you help out with X, Y and Z? Or did you take care of this? You know, like I have to do it all myself. And that is overwhelming. Sometimes you just it's nice to have the comfort of knowing that another person is mm. equally invested in what y'all are headed towards yeah like it's just that confidence that keeps you going yes. um in the midst of it so
0: yeah i forgot what the question even was but i hope <laughs> no, i answered absolutely you so no, what qualities of your dad do you believe that you would want in your future spouse
2: Definitely um, a love for family. Uh, I've appreciated that so much out of my dad. Um, considering, okay, so people would expect, because my mom's Mexican, we have like eight children in the household. No, there's two of us, that's it. But the, the sense of family on both sides, and my dad, of course, um, he holds that on such high value. He would do anything for family um his work ethic is since ever since i can remember he's worked he came to the united states in the 70s and his first job was at burger king um mopping and sweeping english is his second or third language so when he was told to sweep he was mopping because he didn't understand the difference and he worked his way up to being a manager of burger king um He's been. He was an entrepreneur at some point of of his life. He's still working till today. I mean, um, he doesn't stop. Um, he. I remember when I was little, he he would leave early in the morning, and we would see him until I don't know some time later that week because he would work sometimes until two a.m. So it was just a hustle. Um, definitely. Um, he has a great sense of humor in his own way <laughs> so I would I would really love that to have that in a man um, and just valuing time being spent with people he loves um, that's definitely uh, a good trait that I see in my dad that I would,
0: I would
1: um, want to have in a New day. Day. Yeah. That's your um, With Yeah. My, my dad is a what you see is what you get type of person, mm. and I really value that because, I, like, I literally trust my dad's character. Um, like, he's the type of person who always wants to do the right thing. Um, and granted, of course, he doesn't always do the right thing, but he has the desire to, um, and like, it's always trying to like like have good integrity and everything else. Um, and and his uh, his walk with god like mm. my dad's also my pastor um so like that's
0: also just a huge piece for me so it refers to dating do you guys use dating apps how how is that whole oh, world <laughs> so tell me
1: share never thought i would um <laughs> but i i tried them like when i was in mississippi okay um Mississippi was just such a culture shock and such a different world Um, like you don't meet people in Mississippi so I tried for like a few months when I was there but it is so not my thing Like it's not I think it's kind of for me it's a little awkward like I like to to meet people organically
0: yeah Um,
1: and it's like can I really trust your profile (laughs) right yeah And especially with some of the things that I see people going through, Mm. dealing with people that they met online, like, I'm not trying to be that person. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. not.
2: Can I answer? Yes. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So, years ago, one of my sister's friends, she knew me so well, she created... Um, a match.com profile for me, like she knew my <laughs> birthday, she knew all oh. the, how to answer all the questions, but she created a profile for me, oh my God. so it was like a three month, uh, uh, free trial, oh wow, I didn't go past that, I couldn't, I, it was, it was awkward, mm-hmm. it was uncomfortable, you didn't know who you could really trust, now when you meet people in person, like, it's kind of like the same thing, but not as much, because how do you know that's, that's a real picture, or that's real information, um, and it's not natural, like you're over here selecting people based off pictures and information that they've chosen to share. Um, now, like apps like Tinder and Bumble and stuff like that. It took again. It took years. My friends have been trying to get me on there for years, and I was like, "No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it." And I ended up doing it, but I my activity level on there is mm-hmm. uh, non-existent, not moderate. It's low, um, if even, because I just don't see it as a natural. Like, yeah. if you were going to meet somebody, it's it's going to happen.
1: Like, yeah. I don't
2: hmm I just don't see
1: I'm not that pressed. yeah I,
2: yeah and it's in just to literally go through go through a cell phone like cell phones do a lot these days I do Too and much. so now you're telling me I'm gonna meet the love of my life through my cell phone yeah. by swiping through profiles and pictures yeah. it's some people have successfully mm-hmm. met their significant others through their and others have not. Right, um, yeah. And I'm, I guess I'm very gar- guarded and protective of myself mm, in certain same. ways. So that's just another way to expose myself that I'm not so comfortable doing. Yep. Okay. Even though I may have a profile up there, but my again, my activity will is not, I'm not
1: uh,
2: on there all the time, <laughs> clearly.
1: I know me, you're also like a big energy person Like, Mm -hmm. I want to meet you in person so I can vibe your energy. Like, discernment is so real. And uh, I can't vibe you through the internet. Like,
0: (laughs) no, energy is real. Energy is real. Like,
1: I need to be able to sense what type of person you are. And, yeah, I I just can't do that. I could even a phone call is better, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. but,
0: no, I need to, like, see do you think social media has messed up the dating world yes yes
2: yes. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah I believe so I feel like it's created a a space where people can pretend who they want to be because I can just take pictures and be like well this is my big mansion or the authenticity of seeing somebody or um, it's hard to manage online I think they also it cut people the way they communicate. Oh, yeah. Like, people, I feel like people can't communicate face-to-face as well anymore. I'm on the phone. Really? What the hell? Like, look into my eyes. Like, talk to me. And that, I mean that in general, and not just in I'm going to in general for people. And
1: what people are aspiring to also. Like, you know how, yeah. like, the phrase used to be, like, keeping up with the Joneses or whatever. Yes. Else. Like, now people out here trying to keep up with Rihanna and Drake. And yeah. I'm like, you, yeah, the Kardashian. Yes. I'm like, what the heck? Like, we are nowhere. We're not even on the same like playing field, but yet yeah. we're trying to be all of these people that we, I don't have $500 to spend on shoes, like <laughs> right. a pair of shoes, no, right? Um, you know, maybe one day, Yeah. but like we're aspiring every day. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> and I feel like it, it changes even what we think we have to look like, what mm-hmm. men think a
0: woman should look like. And I'm like, so much of this is so fake. You know, it's funny you brought that up. I uh, I watch Botch. Do you ever yes. watch that show? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's about these two doctors that like uh work on people that have like really bad work done. It uh-huh. could be like nose job or mm. ass, blah blah blah. And I look at the obsession of what people are willing to do to yes. look a certain way to be accepted, right? And so I look at sometimes social media in the comments and to each their own. Though. You wanna have surgery or whatever, but I feel like We're doing it more to please others. If you want to do it for yourself, that's one thing. Right. If I'm doing it to please a man, how do you? uh, Eventually, that's gonna be an issue. I would agree. Right, because it's like you can't always live your life trying to please visually somebody else if you're not going to be happy with that yeah. and so I, sometimes I look at that show and I look at the extremes like they always have one person that's gone to the extreme and they don't even touch on feel are like you're like far gone yeah, we can't do nothing, we can't do for, nothing you. for you because <laughs> they've done like crazy surgeries <laughs> to your mind. and then they want more so it's yeah. like an addiction and I sometimes feel like women always have to like physically be pleasing to the eye to the men. Mm-hmm. Not to us. To ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like why I, to me it's like society has put that seed. you know, gotta get mm-hmm. your butt bigger, you gotta get your breast you gotta do this. Well they're not gonna look at you and be wanted. And you're like, uh did you guys watch this show? It's called um, oh my god I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's on MTV um can't remember the name? Of it right it's about like they did when there was, these three people were obsessed with the Kardashians. Okay. I'm trying to remember the show. Is it like True Life? True Life, yes. Oh. So one of the girls was going, she went to be a star tender, a bartender. Yeah. And, and we put this foolishness on TV. We do put this, on girl. The crazy thing that bothered me. We do put this stuff on TV. We do. We do. But the funny thing, I guess about Bobby about, one of the girls went to this strip club, right? So she wants uh-huh. to be a bartender, star tender. And the guy that was hiring was looking at her and he was like, she put on this outfit, and everything, uh-huh. and he's checking her out. And he's like, when you get more work done, come back. No. Yes. No. And I'm like, and I can tell that that seed was planted. Yes. And I was like, oh, this is going to mess grow up. Mm -hmm. I can just tell, because now that's going to be in the head. Well, if I do this, I'm going to be accepted. I think that as women, we're always doing things to get accepted Mm -hmm. by men. I'm like, no, so what are you
1: doing? Yep. And then you get there, and you're like, nothing has changed or yeah or or it's something else now cuz granted like I lost 140 pounds now granted I did not do that in any way for other people like it truly was a decision for myself but even in that like you know people plant in your mind that like oh like maybe that's why you can't find someone
0: or whatever else so true I've lost
1: 140 pounds and there are you know like maybe a few more interests but I still ain't found nobody that I uh am actually interested in (laughs) you know like
0: all of those things
1: that people make you believe whether it's people actually saying it or just the stuff that you see you know around you that makes you think twice about your value um and it's
0: like no it's not reality but it's true, yeah. People do mm-hmm. count, plant that seed. If you lose some weight, oh, that's why you don't have anybody. Because mm-hmm. you know you're bigger or whatever. And you're like, uh,
1: mm-hmm. no. Actually, <laughs> I re- and I remember women in my family saying things like that. Like, I do too. Like, oh, so. you know, man don't like a woman that's you know
0: too 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 big, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or or things wow. like that. Yeah. Um, have you ever felt the pressure of having having to look like mm-hmm. a certain way to be accepted by men? Mm-hmm.
2: yeah I think so just because
0: do you think it's it, more because of what you're seeing on TV or stuff that's being told or told to you in the past or family members or
2: Um. It, wh- it. a lot of social media TV mm-hmm. all that stuff but also um, I remember I think it was fifth grade that was my the most uh, memorable time where um, this kid made me feel, um, I, I cried because he called me fat. Oh, wow. Um, it was fifth grade, so you consider, you'd think, oh, it's mm-hmm. really, that's, you're too old to be crying about that, but no, no it's not. the way, the way he did it, and he did it in front of everybody at the playground, um, he just made me feel less than, less than the, beautiful person that I was mm-hmm. um, you know the other girls were better looking or better just better person just because of the way they looked
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, uh, if I wasn't physically capable to do something in PE like somebody else would because of how much I weighed or maybe I don't have that have that athletic yeah. ability because I just don't right. um, sometimes I would made, be made uh, Felt like I was like less important or less capable or um, just less of a person
1: because of the way I looked
2: at her or the way I didn't look like everybody
1: else. I also don't think a lot of times that men are, are taught how much of an impact like their words yes. around body image really make a difference. Like I even try to mm-hmm. tell my younger brothers like with our little cousins, mm-hmm. like our girl cousins, like you think you're joking when you're telling her like X, Y, and Z, like, ah, you such, 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 like, okay, I get it that sometimes that's how we, how we talk, but like for her as a, as a girl growing up, like those things have a lot more of an impact than you think they do. They do. Um, and I think sometimes men are not taught to be sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we're just taught to like, you know it's not that serious deal with it like no how about sometimes we just be a little bit more mindful and Mm -hmm. sensitive to the fact that those things actually matter to us. I mean
2: kids even up to like I said fifth grade kids are impressionable. They are. I think women up to a certain point are impressionable.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
2: So and I know that I'm a very emotional person. Mm-hmm. So how a person makes me feel, um, I clearly have ca- I've carried that with me, and I mm-hmm. remembered yes. who, exactly who it was and yep. when it happened. Um, and so then cre- it creates doubts like, am am I supposed to look different? Am mm-hmm. I su- it, would I look better or would I be yep. more accepted if I, you know, looked a, a certain way or a different mm-hmm. way than what I look than what I am. Um it so it it creates those doubts and it, it I mean it goes with you for a long time. Um I even I sometimes I've met men who have who grew up just around women, like they just have sisters and their mom. Mm. And even they have a better mm-hmm. way or have learned how to treat women better, better. because mm-hmm. They only grew up around women. Yeah, they're so, more in yeah, yeah, I wish that was that trait or that experience would be shared amongst more men, so yeah. they're more aware and more sensitive, like you said, Morgan, to how to speak to treat women, how to not make them feel or make them feel. Because I mean, we're all in a society where we mm-hmm. interact, and
1: yes. And it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, like that has never been really the push. They've never had to. Um, so when are they going to? Yeah. <laughs> when like, are they yeah. going to? Because I'm I'm kind of over the, the fakeness. Like, you know, if yeah. you go down my Instagram, like my page, like, yeah, I'll pick like nice pictures or whatever else. But if you go to my Instagram story, like I'm not about to every time I come on camera. <laughs> have a full face of makeup yes. like no and like i mean i've had people like dm me jokingly like this ain't what we want
0: pause uh-oh
1: um <laughs> like, <"No>, <laughs> well this is what you're getting because this is real life yes. like what like no nobody walks around like not looking not all the time oh, no. up all the time please. please please
0: and why are we expecting people to i know no. It's so true. Like, um, like sometimes I see women that give birth, and the expectations of them for the bodies to like snap back is unrealistic. I'm like, what the hell? You just had a kid. I'm like, the girl had a kid two weeks ago. Like,
1: yeah, the made a whole human. Thank you. Break. Yes. <laughs> like, can we, we talk about know. how amazing
0: that is? It's like, yeah, yeah. gave <laughs> life. Like, listen. thank you. Can you do that? Shut Actually, up, you can. <laughs> Let me see you bake something for 10 months and give birth to it. <laughs> but it's so true, like, I notice this. It. <laughs> it's so true, so what are one thing that you expect from yourself in, in a relationship? Like, Is there something that you say that um, you enjoy doing?
1: Um, I am a giver. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So I think that is the the beauty of a relationship is like truly being able to just like meet another person's needs and like I don't know like that is just such a beautiful thing to me and to know that I that I've actually done that. Mm -hmm. Um, Now the problem with that (laughs) is that's who I am. Mm-hmm. So I have to be wary of who I do it for, mm-hmm. um, and like taking the time to make sure it's the right person. But like once I'm in a relationship, I'm all the way in. Like mm-hmm. I can be your biggest asset, mm-hmm. um, but it's making sure it's for the right person. Okay.
2: Yeah. I agree. I mean, I also think I'm a giver, um, and I do that even with my my friends, and mm-hmm. my family. Yep. Um, I enjoy being able to do something for someone, um, and not not expecting anything in return. The fact that I'm able to give you something emotionally, provide something to you, um, and make you feel good mm. uh, that gives me a lot of gratification. Yeah, um, and in the same hand, you just it, it's hard to not fully give if you were to meet somebody new mm-hmm. that's just because that's how i am naturally mm-hmm. yeah but again well give but don't give too much because it might this might not be the guy mm. so you better be careful so it's, it's so it's hard very hard yeah. to know when when to push and when to pull back or like it, to to have that trait and have to be careful with it is yep. very confusing yep I because
1: uh, it. it's so because much it's of natural. you yeah, it's, just, yes. yeah. it's just so natural
2: and you, you would hope that people appreciate it rather than take mm-hmm. advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had both types of people in my life, but um, it's it's like kind of like a, it's a give and take as it well. It is, I yeah. mean, you want to have that same feeling from somebody else. Yeah. Um,
0: but that's my, my main one. So I'm gonna ask girls one last question. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give your younger self about dating? Mm she's <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> kidding guys she's
1: kidding <laughs> um mine would be find yourself first
0: mm-hmm. um
1: i think right now the reason why people don't want to get married the reason why people are fearful of relationships fearful of opening up in relationships is because of there's so much brokenness mm-hmm. and because we're going into relationships and we aren't whole um, we're expecting another person to give us everything that we're missing, and they can't do that. That's like hard. they're they flawed. Um, so find yourself first. Be like okay, being by yourself. Um, and I know that's so is so hard to it grasp is. on being young. But if you can learn how to be okay being by yourself um, and knowing that you alone are enough, then when you meet another person. Like it can actually be a beautiful thing versus y'all constantly being in in, in conflict because you're looking for something that the other person don't even know you're looking for.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, yep, <laughs> that's, that's your that's, conclusion. I, mean, that's, that's, I agree. It's all true. Um, yeah. And
2: I mean, going on you know on the same what what um, Morgan was saying is just be be happy. With who you are, be happy with yourself. Find happiness within yourself. Don't look for that. Don't look to, for somebody else to complete you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, be whole um, and be happy with who you are, mm-hmm. rather than trying to find somebody to um, to complete the equation. Um, mm-hmm. Because it more than likely will end to disappointment mm-hmm.
0: um,
2: if you if you don't, if you do not think you are enough mm-hmm. yeah. um, so do for yourself, do everything that you want to do um, set, set higher goals than you think you can achieve um, and, and take people along with you that want to be there
0: Mm. The people
2: who want to be with you and share that with you will support you and love you and have your back and um, whoever that person is that's supposed to be in your life will show up. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna add to that. So the advice I'll definitely give to my younger self is the same thing you guys said. Yeah. And to don't get distracted. Mm. You know, there's a goal that I uh, you want to accomplish. Just go for it without being in fear of um, waiting for somebody to support them. Yeah. Support yourself. Be the your biggest cheerleader and don't depend your value on a man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Value yourself. And knowing that you're always worth everything. Abundance, you know, anything you want to achieve and the dreams do come true if you work for them. So that's part of what I would definitely advise my younger self and that I learned within the years. So um, I want to thank you ladies for being part of this episode. It was great. I <laughs> had fun with you girls. Yes. <laughs> and to my audience, I love you guys very much for always being supportive. And as always, on to the next episode. I'll talk to you guys later. One last thing, beautiful people. On um, the way, you can find the podcast. You can log into Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and also now you can go on my bio on Instagram, and you can be um, click on the link tree, and you'll see the option for the podcast link. You can be connected to listen right in. So until the next one, have a great one, peeps.